0: I am unashamed. What about you? Yeah.
1: Well, they actually did a pretty good likeness uh, on the mug. That's our
2: unashamed with, with Phil Robertson it, uh, you know, it mugs.
1: Kinda, but it kind of looks like Phil. And it's a, what do you call these when it's not a, what is that called? A, the likeness. Well, I don't know, but it's called a they call that
2: something. Uh, I'm not familiar with cup yeah. cup. It's like when that.
1: they draw uh when you logo. When you see a person commit a crime and then they draw a
2: sketch artist? Yeah, like that's a sketch. It's like a sketch of film. I find it interesting but that I when see. he talked about you talked about a police that's sketch a, artist, there. That's a what? A police sketch artist.
0: Yeah. Huh. I don't
2: know. <laughs> By the way, this uh those of you who want to look at that, if you go to Blaze TV, um, that's where you can find out where all the cool merch is for Unashamed. They got shirts, hats. For a nominal fee. For a nominal fee, of Oh, I didn't it know
1: if they gave give it away or what.
2: No, I think you have to buy it. I haven't been on there, but I'm sure you do. But it's probably not a lot. But it's worth it. I wore this hat Impress to, your friends. Look, I wore this hat to the...
1: What are we calling that? The presidential rally? Rally. It's the first time... A president of the United States has come to Monroe, Louisiana for a rally. Yeah, other than just
2: like a Reagan like a disaster came because really. we, we had a Yeah, flood. we had a
1: flood. He looked around here for an hour and they've been talking about it ever since. <laughs> but right. the fact that President Trump came to the Monroe Civic Center, I mean it was a big deal. These people went crazy. Did oh, yeah. you notice look, they replaced all the lights in the in the Civic Center? They had all new light bulbs and they painted it. And look, that bathroom is clean. First no. time I,
2: Yes. Did it work? It,
1: and it worked, I thought. Because our
2: Civic Center is lacking. I was it was built shocked. 50 years ago. It was awesome. I was shocked. I'm embarrassed every time I'm in there, like for people coming in. like, oh, I wish we had a better. But so they did spruce it up a little bit. Oh, they did. I was That's exciting. Yeah, and all the lights work. That's pretty good. So it was really amazing, Dad. And so what's funny is, is uh, this all happened fairly quickly? Yeah. So I had already, agree, uh, you know, committed uh, for me and Lisa and Cy to go to Florida. So Sai and I had already committed to going and appearing at the thing. You know, we were there, diamond and silk. You know, it was it was really a lot of fun. But the the show was great. But as soon as we find that out, then I'm like, oh, because then Trump is coming to to Monroe. Like, oh, oh yeah! I mean, it was after I'd already committed, so I missed it. So I missed it, and I missed it, but y'all got to be there. So what was it like? I mean, what was the... Oh, I was...
1: That was one of the most... Uh, it was just... First of all, I thought it was fun, and I've never seen... A crowd at the Monroe Civic Center that energetic, enthusiastic about impact. anything. I've been, you know, we've done and we've
2: done shows there. Hundreds. I've been at hundreds of
1: events, from hockey games to you know. Well, I mean, we were
2: the remember we did a thing a fundraiser one time, and there were three thousand people there for us. And oh
1: yeah, it was the crowd is you know, know. that they, it was. It reminds me of the verse in the Bible where Jesus says a prophet has no honor, you know, in his hometown. Right. I mean, some of the worst audiences I've ever had when I spoke was. In our locally, hometown, yeah, they just don't see. Well, to they know side. us. It's not a but big. Trust group, me, right. there were what ninety five hundred probably inside and probably at least that many outside watching a monitor. I mean, Phil and I. There were supposed to be five or six of us that went. Phil and Kay went, and Willie, me, and Missy, and Mia, and Jep went, and, and Jep. But then we had a few other people with it, so we were, we only have five or six seats. Well, there was eleven of us, and then, so we got there. Well, they had our reserved seating. They're like, not enough seats. <laughs> so a few of us Y'all took did. It for a little the redneck, team. bring yeah, a few extras. I thought them, plus hey, one. Hey, yeah. will make it work, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never seen so much law enforcement and secret service. Have you? Never. So I me... mean, look, we go through that. We had a police escort, and the. Uh, Secret Service Escort there. Cause Willie was they asked him to speak. And here's what I think happened. I don't know if I should even say this, but I am. What are they gonna do? Fire me. And what happened was because Trump came down and I think he had endorsed Abraham. Is that right? For governor?
2: He didn't and, endorse uh, anybody during the primary. Well, somebody said, you know, me came down. He did a he did a he did a thing for Rasponi and
1: Ralph. Okay. So he was just because we, we have a Democratic governor, right. uh, Edwards. and uh, But but Willie did a commercial for Rasponi. Yeah, he endorsed is, Responi. Yeah, and so he barely beat uh, Abraham, which everybody loves Abraham. But, you know, it's like on the Republican side, who are you going to vote for? And so they're in a runoff. So now Trump's coming back, and he decides to come to Monroe, which is kind of shocking. I mean, you know, as far as there's not that many people. I mean, I think compared to some of
2: the bigger cities
1: in Louisiana, you know, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Shreveport, I guess.
2: It is interesting that he's been to he came to Lake Charles, Monroe and he's coming to Shreveport next week and it obviously shows you his commitment to, you know, helping Republicans win the state back. But it also is interesting that he didn't pick New Orleans and Baton Rouge. I mean, he picked the other three. Yeah, I, I'm
1: look I'm cities
2: sur- in Louisiana, which is kind of
1: interesting. I'm surprised but that it is Trump territory. That, it's that big a deal? Well, I know Don Jr. Of course, he was texting. He's like, "Hey, you know, my dad's coming, coming to see y'all. You know, or y'all, what y'all doing?" Yeah. And so I took that to mean, "Hey, hey. you know, y'all want to come, That's perhaps right. speak or whatever." So, but Willie, I, I think they probably had a meeting and said, hey, that Responi won by 2% or whatever, and and uh, Duck Dynasty people endorsed him. So next thing you know, Willie's talking. I thought Willie did a good job.
2: So, Dad, you'll find this interesting. A, uh, a recent Gallup survey shows Americans worry more about burglary than any other crime. Do you realize that? I mean, all the crimes that are out there, and there's a lot of them in America, they worry more... About burglary, more than mugging, more than terrorism, car theft, murder, you know all the things that are out there.
0: They, they hit you when you're not there.
2: Exactly. That's it. Because or you're sleeping. According or to studies. Sleeping, which would be a bad move. Oh, yeah. that would be a terrible move. According to studies, just over 10% of break-ins are planned. So these are spur of the moment. Most of them happen during the day. Mm-hmm. People are at work.
0: Just making use of the opportunity of you come
2: by, you look, there's no car there, you know. So, so they're looking for things. Mm. There are over 2 million burglaries a year in the U.S. That's one every 13 seconds. So, it is a problem. It's not a problem for you necessarily. Well, it feels like boom, boom. Who is it? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That tends to be a you know, you don't want to mess with that dog's
1: barking, you know, bow, boom, bow.
2: So, what? So, our friends at Simply Safe. Now, what do uh, they do? Here's what they do they protect your whole home, every window, every room, every door, 24 7 monitoring. Oh, uh, this is with cameras. It's cameras. It's yeah. cameras. It's, you know, all the kind of current technology. The criminal
1: is now more afraid of a camera than he is a weapon.
2: That's right.
0: I noticed when we ringed our whole thing with cameras in every direction, woods all the way here. Mile up the road, I crime stop. I noticed when all that was cameras went up, the redneck visits died way off. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, nobody, no redneck the traffic was <laughs> died down after that, yeah.
2: Here's what's interesting: the police dispatch is up to 3.5 times faster because you got video verification. in other words, they're looking at; they can see immediately someone is coming into this
1: house. Yeah, they so can pull you, and they can pull your face up now. That's right. and Say, "Oh, this guy." I hate to
0: say it, but that's what we're down to. That's in what America. we're down to. So, even in, even in the redneck world,
2: so no contracts, no hidden fees, no fine print with our friends at Simply Safe. Uh, they're the best. You got around-the-clock monitoring, fifteen bucks a month. I mean, that's little money for a great lot, deal. A lot of uh, assurances. So visit simplysafe.com slash unashamed. simplysafe.com slash unashamed. You get free shipping. You get a sixty-day free risk trial. You got nothing to lose. Simplysafe.com slash unashamed. And get some protection. Do they today. put it
0: in, or do you put it in? You
2: put it in. Very simple, very easy. Hey, Comes to you that's in a why box it's called Simply Safe. Simply Safe. You put it up. You don't have to pay for all of that. And you don't have to like put one in your bedroom cool. or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, you want to stay away. You around don't from want that. it to get awkward. Exterior. Exterior. Yeah. Simply Safe. You know what dot I mean? com slash Unashamed. You follow. Sign me. it up.
0: I follow you. Did a great, but job. just getting in so, there, so did Willie. Willie
2: spoke to the crowd before Trump got there, right? They were, he was the undercard, oh, yeah. And, and then
1: they had the other Louisiana uh politicians, which I felt Kennedy oh, about you? And, oh, yeah, yeah. Now, this Kennedy, he's hilarious. That guy, <laughs> I'll, I will campaign for that guy. That Senator was one of the Kennedy. best little speeches. <laughs> he came out there with passion, he was funny. Of course, it helped that everything he said that he was for, I'm also for. Because <laughs> I've, you know, for years stayed out of the political realm, even though I, I'm pretty right-wing as far as uh, I say that with pride. <laughs> but really, you don't really endorse or anything. Issue? No, I, I stay out of it because, you know, what happens is we're all – we all make mistakes. We all – You know, and and politicians seem to make more than others. It just seems that way. Oh, yeah. And so then whenever you tie yourself to them and then they, you know, the repercussions of that. But in this case, you know, I knew the Trumps before they were running for president. And so and we had a, you know, our relationship was built on things that that were good, you know, helping kids. And so, hey, you know, I said, sure, I'll go. So we we go, but it took us about, I would say, what, Phil, 20, 25 minutes just to get in because the security correct. process, you know, when you go through the airport, well, it was way more extensive than that. I mean, they're looking in your, you know, your snuff can they're You know, what is this? You know, your wallet. I was like, this is crazy. And of course, you know, Kay, she brought enough. Well, she could have camped out there three days, so that tied up a lot of the time. You know, they're going through <laughs> what is all
0: this? You know? the actually, the Secret Service removed my duck calls from my neck. I just brought duck calls because we're 16 days from duck season, and I just decided, you know, that when I was uh, what's the acknowledged by the president there, I'm sitting nowhere surrounded by politicians. First thing I did, knowing duck season was here in sixteen days, yeah. I just grabbed my duck call and cranked down on it. The Secret Service looked at it and said, "What? Do you, we don't allow this in here." I said, well, you know
1: why he said. I said, "Well, why not?" Because they didn't want people like making racket with, make a them. distraction. Like Trump says something you don't like, somebody blow. Uh, I didn't the blow the duck uh, call.
0: No until noise He acknowledged my presence somehow in his speech. He said, I'm <laughs> "Glad feels it," and so I just. I just acknowledged what he had just said. I just cranked down on that duck call, yeah, put did. a highball on him, and you know, <laughs> just for the people who were there, I thought it would be livening up the party a little bit. It was. Do you know what was weird? Is it was when a great you, idea.
1: When you blew the duck call, the people were cheering so much I couldn't even hear the duck call. Well, right. I, I saw you blowing it, they and you were ten out. feet from me. And I couldn't hear. It. Wow! It was I that mean, whoever heard of it? going? Oh.
0: Whoever heard of going to a crowd of you know ten thousand people sitting there, you know, and not having duck call on them? Are you crazy? <laughs> so I thought <laughs> they like, let
1: they let it in that because the Secret Service came up and he one said, of the one he, of the he things he just nodded. But the Secret because they were like, we have these duck calls. What do we? You know, the guys bringing in duck calls. What do we do? There's duck calls. You know, they're all speaking. they their speaker to the Secret Service. Yeah, so he, yeah. went, he just nodded
0: his head. and They were like,
1: okay, sir, here you go. <laughs> yeah. One okay. nod.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, one of the things that's worthy of note here, I'll give you two texts from the kingdom standpoint. I'm a member of the kingdom of God, so are you too. We are functioning inside a man-made government. In our case, our founding fathers were very godly men. So we have a tradition, at least, that we're, 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 we're standing on Judeo-Christian teachings, I have a Bible in my lap here. One of the things that we're told, it is necessary, this is Romans 13, to submit to the authorities. You're talking law enforcement, governors, uh, presidents, whatever. Politicians, attorney generals, all of them. It's necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, (laughs) but also because of conscience. Just doing right. This is also why you pay taxes. Someone says that's in the Bible. It's everything you've ever thought of. Well, that's what we
1: were talking about last time about the judges and God set up this system. And
0: you're you're to uh, you pay for for the authorities or God's servants who give their full time to governing. So we respect them. Give everyone what you owe him. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If revenue, then revenue. If and it gets down to this, if respect, whatever party they're with, even if it's ungodly, we are to show all men respect. If honor, then honor. That's one text you might look into. And if, I,
1: and if it also says, if you're going to vote for a guy, vote for the one who's going to take less taxes. <laughs> Correct. Oh, I don't say that. But <laughs> and, well, yeah. the point is, <laughs> but it's good. But thinking. that's pretty good thinking. Well, I, I would. It's typical.
0: Yeah. So the bottom line is, and then we have the text over in 2 Timothy, which is interesting. Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. The Apostle Paul kind of talks about a military-type structure. It's a tier of leadership. In this case, it's an eternal kingdom, kingdom of God inside earthly governments. We're all over the world. We're within Red China, North Korea, Venezuela, the communist countries, the dictatorships. You say the kingdom of God is within that worldwide. And they to, are told, be a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier of Christ Jesus gets involved. This is Second Timothy chapter 2, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one who's serving as a soldier in God's army, the kingdom, gets involved in civilian affairs he wants to please his commanding officer so that has to mean something as far as how deep we get into man-made governments and there's a role for us we are to we are to point all men to jesus the gospel which of god which is
1: what you tried to do That's i mean what i'm I gonna it Phil's do. not gonna tell the story but i will you know when when trump got up there of course everybody you know Every time he says something that we're for, you know, he's like, I'll tell you what, you know, I'm going to I'll tell you what I will do. I'll protect your Second Amendment. you They're high five and, you know, oh, you know yeah. rolling around on the ground, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> and so then he would he would call the different, uh, you know, state Louisiana state. I guess all of those were Republicans, I
0: guess. If oh, yeah, they yeah, were, they were there. there. They were. Oh, public. yeah. And that's
1: where Kennedy spoke. Well, then he got down to the, you know, to the undercard and he brought up Phil and Willie. And he's yeah. like, I don't think y'all were supposed to go up there, but he's like, come on up here. <laughs> so I thought, oh, because I saw Willie turn red and uh, Phil took off, you know. But, and so then Phil got up. I think Phil said, uh, let me get this right. If you're pro God, pro God, america america pro, pro guns, guns. And, and, pro, pro hunt. and pro duck hunt. pro duck hunting you forgot pro life but i know uh, that would have
0: been a good one pro god yeah okay. that god is god, god it is covers life. it. Ooh, okay. good well, gotta see. remember well played some chick when i started walking toward the podium some chick come running up there she the said security no oh well i don't know but she said i'm with the white house she said keep it within a minute." So, oh, really? Yeah. She should keep it within a minute. So she didn't want me to get it all drawn out. I on didn't know t- well, so, so when she, I heard she's that. She's heard you speak <laughs> before. Well, that's I looked around research. At her. Research. And I thought, well, I've got my shot, but it ain't long. So uh,
2: nobody likes losing their hair. Um, a lot of guys do. It's male pattern baldness that's out there. It's, it's genetics, but it's also hormonal. Uh, sometimes people are lacking the hormones that cause your hair to start to fall out. I got a little the patch. The problem
1: in there. is they're flaring ducks. That that's what this is about.
2: The more you expose human skin to ducks, the less they want to come into yep. your decoy. That was that correct. was that a then fair you're statement?
0: They, hot dogs. They, all of, animals and birds uh, ascertain what a human being is by his face and head. Right. They they yeah.
1: You got to cover it up yeah. with hair. That's why the Lord. Gave us that hair
2: so we could hide when we're hunting, yeah, yeah. right? And this bunch here, they want you so to keep keeps it. so keeps, keeps to have plenty of it. Keeps wants yeah. you to keep your hair. We we huh. like to keep hair for a different reason than keeps because you know they're saying everybody likes to keep their hair. We like to yeah. keep it so we well, can
0: hide
1: plus from it animals. Clogs your drains and you know all that. wind's falling out, I mean, there's a lot of
0: when duck season like gets here. I'll just it. take some kind of this dye they have and I'll do like this and. To to darken to keep these from standing out in the thicket.
1: Yeah, because it's a little too light. You know, yeah, they the
0: some it of has... them might, you might mistake it for a crane sitting in the bushes <laughs> if it's moving like that because it's sort of it's white like a crane. Well, come like on, a God, white crane.
2: Yeah, God was like a white-tailed deer. He he's yeah. got a flag. But you know what you darken- could do,
1: Phil? You could put some black rings around
2: it, and then you'd look like a family of raccoons as possible. <laughs> well, Unfortunately, I don't think our folks at Keeps can help Phil, but we'll let him keep working on that for the well, rest. Phil,
1: yeah, everybody, like you, you, where, you, you, did you uh, have you started yet? I haven't
2: started yet. The, the folks at Keeps are going to get me my sample, and then I'm going to get this started so we can actually take a look at my head. Well, we are.
0: It's good for this company because we are hairy guys.
2: We're hairy guys, so <laughs> we understand. What, I like you stating the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what you do. To get your free online doctor consult and 50% off half off your first order go to keeps.com slash door d-o-o-r keeps.com slash door and that's how you're going to get a free online consult 50% off keep your hair you'll be able to hide yourself yeah. from animals it's you one could of- sell all your razors and buy some keeps there you go keeps.com slash door
0: Less so than I basically said, let's cut to the chase. And it, it, if you think about it logically, if you have the electorate and they're pro-God and an electorate who is pro-America. Now, just think about what you're looking at coming out of the Democratic Party. Yeah. They booed God out of their platform in 2011. Literally took his name out of their platform.
2: And even he's low yeah. on their totem pole. He's low on the sure. totem
0: pole. There's no mention of. I've never heard him even say Jesus or God. Well,
1: and even even Mr. So look, Mr. Mr. Trump that. has done more for the religious community than Which any other president the I know. So I
0: said, if you're pro God, at least he's not anti-Christian, anti-God. Oh, I, I know. I mean, fun. I've talked to him. I've given him Bible verses. So I, I'm like, but I
1: didn't finish my story. So while so phil says that so willie gets up and basically just glad you're here you know this is an awesome place vote eddie because we were there to vote for the governor
2: you know to promote the governor eddie and to trump's also looking ahead to 20 that's what i think yeah Yeah, you know
1: and so it was about responding more than trump but when willie was talking well phil's back there has jotted down some scriptures about jesus and baptism because the last time y'all met you you share Jesus with. That's him. right. So Phil, but I thought only Phil, I, I saw him talking to him and then, so then I, as soon as it was over As we Willie all was left,
2: talking, they were, he was yeah, back there doing it, this. because
1: when it was over, his mask out, I mean, is there a yeah. man for himself getting out of there. Yeah. So then we called Phil as, as they left and I was like, what were you saying? And he was like, oh, I was, I went I picked up where I left off at the last Bible study. I was like on stage behind Willie's like, yeah. I was okay. ongoing
0: because this is the I third time. i was giving time. spiritual advice to our president who I respect and I honor because he's our president. Right. right. And somebody said, Well, he was a sinful man. I said, So was I. And so are all of you. We're all sinful people. We we are to honor. The king. You and, honor it. And we, we, we brought this
1: up last night. We were talking about this. You know, the Obamas invited Willie and Corey, you know, into their uh-huh. office and, and to meet them. It's like when the president, no matter whether you voted for them or whether you even support their policies, you support the president. And
2: by the way, they were very gracious to Willie and Corey. Oh, and yeah. And told Willie yeah. and Corey that their daughters at that time, this is years ago, they were teenagers or younger, mm. watched our show and liked it. He said they watched that. I, I think that's the stuff.
1: difference that you can't go too far with this. You know, I mean, look, there's a lot of things. I'm I'm for Trump basically because he's for more things than I'm, that I'm, I'm for, for. Yeah, but, I mean that yeah. represents Look, do I do I like you know his style in every detail? No, it, it's yeah. basically you know our country is divided, which it is, and he's like pick a side. We're on the winning side. There's nothing wrong with that. But you know, I'm I've always been the type of person I I like more. You know, our leaders trying to bring people together and inspire, and I kind of like that angle a little better. But we have what we have. I I view the, you know, the some of the stuff he he says is just funny because it's kind of it's like almost like an embellishment, or he's talking down to his opponents. You know, I mean, I don't particularly like that style, but I just view it as humor. And I take it in that light, you know. But what I was going to say is, you know what was amazing about that whole night together? The biggest applause is when he said, I heard y'all have a football game coming up with Alabama. That place went nuts, and everybody started LSU, LSU, LSU. I mean, so he had to pause was, for the LSU. Challenges. Well, I think he was looking around like, "What's wrong with these people?" I mentioned and he's LSU. going to the game. Uh, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah. I, he said, "Y'all have a pretty good quarterback, you know." And everybody LSU, LSU. <laughs> we could come up with nothing else. Every time he said something about the football game, LSU, LSU. Well, that was the most I got excited, you know, because I'm like, oh, you've hit a nerve here (laughs) because our tensions are raw over the upcoming game, which is tomorrow, our time. People listening to this, it'll probably be later. It'll have already happened,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. So having said that,
1: my prediction is, let me just say this off the point because I want to give a prediction. I actually think this is LSU's best chance in 10 years because we've lost nine years in a row to beat Alabama. And I think we have the team – to, you know if we get behind in years past i'm like it's over you're gonna turn the game off well we have the type of team that it can come back right now so i'm actually predicting if lsu can just stay in it i believe they'll win
2: i agree i, I pick them to win you know i have these inner feelings about games i felt bad about the alabama game for years and because mm-hmm. we've been in a situation where i didn't feel like we could win the last couple of years have just been brutal but this year, I feel totally confident we're going to go in. I think it'll be close. I mean, Tua's is great. Alabama's great. I still. Yeah. I, I mean, still, look, we
1: may lose. It's out of Alabama. So right, we to right. win on the road. You know, I mean, we struggled. I know, predict we'll win. But here's the deal. I think even if we don't, I think we're still in the playoffs if we went out. Well, after that. right.
2: And I mean, so, that's a lot. It was not as much pressure. So so we're going on record before the game, by the way. so don't not, mind. So it, when we come back, if we're wrong, we'll let you know. If we're I right. like this
1: team. I think this team has what it takes.
2: So, so Dad, back to, to the Trump deal. Let me just tell you, you're talking about a sentence sermon. I never knew the White House woman put them in. That's hilarious. That's an insider. Uh, but so Cy si and I are down there because – Fox and Friends was there. You know, Kilmead and Ducey and uh, Ainsley, they were part of the event. So they mm-hmm. did Fox and Friends from the from St. Pete, Florida, the next morning. So Cy and Lisa and I appeared on the show, along with most of the people that were at the event night four. So our segment, they were on there. They lead with you... Which I'd already seen it on Fox huh. and Fris a couple of times, but that, that was their that. their lead into yeah, yeah, us. Yeah, your line. Yeah, was your line. It was good, and everybody's laughing, and they, and they were like, "What about that?" You know, and Lisa even quoted it during our interview. But it, what I meant to tell you was, and across social media, the same thing. Sometimes it only takes one statement, when said well, that really makes an impact. Because I saw that all over the internet, all over social yeah. media. Really? After you said, yeah. Huh. So what I'm saying is, sometimes you think, you know, politicians think you have to be long winded. But you don't always have to be that I mean, way. the bottom line Our is... Our job the... is
0: to honor all men. And if you look at the Apostle Paul, he ran up on these governors, Felix and Festus, and on up the chain of Agrippa, the king, you know. And I probably, I guess, who was it? Tiberius was the Caesar at the time uh, in the book of Acts when you're reading about the Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. So even he found himself with them explaining what he was doing. Right. Basically, you fast forward 2,000 years, we do the same thing. You, yeah. know what, I mean, you, we, you know what we, I was thinking? It all matters. We point you know people to Jesus. We honor them for yeah. whoever they are, even whether the, which side of the political aisle. But we are Republicans, and we are for God-fearing men well, right. to get up but there. You know people what I thought? who love their right. country, and now they're hollering about Karl Marx over here in the Democratic Party. Well, I can't vote for him. So I met with John Bell Edwards, the guy running for governor, to tell him I, and wasn't, he was I wasn't voted he's for him. He's a very good. nice guy. I told yeah. him I wasn't voted for him because I said, you're with the wrong party. They, yep.
2: they... You even you even asked him, you said, why don't you change parties? Sure. He said, you know, he's pro-life. He's I said, pro-life. I can't
0: vote for you with the party you're with because they're anti-God. And I to mean... be fair
2: to Governor Edwards, who, who I know as well, is a nice man. I met him. And his wife is great. Yeah. He told Dad, his he said, well, look, a lot of my friends tell me the same thing. John Bell, why are you still in the Democratic Party? You know, you should be in the Republican Party because your core beliefs are Line more with them. That's
1: true. He, That's how he got elected in such. A and he said, state. he
2: said his answer to that was, he said, "Phil, I get that. I appreciate that." He said, you know, and and I've thought about it before. He said, but I feel like my party, the party I love, that my parents grew up in, that I grew up in, has changed, and I want to try to change it back to the way it was before. And and obviously, that some it's of those, a noble thought. And it's I would, a noble thought. I
0: would tell him good luck uh, when you do change, and they do change. Well, maybe I'll vote for them, but right now.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> well, Dad was honest. That's exactly
1: but, what he told well, me. Well, I wanted to finish this point because what I was a little sad about, as, as fiery as it was, is I thought, you know, I haven't been to an event because I do a lot of events where people were this passionate about Jesus, and which was a little disturbing to me because I yeah. thought, you know, I'm not trying when I made the comment about, yeah, I wish the our politicians would try to bring people together, but you know what? I know deep down it's not going to happen. Our country is divided into two camps, and it the wall is a giant wall- it's a chasm
0: it is
2: so we're we're enjoying our now this is black rifle coffee
0: I like it
1: it it's it's mm. it's good. But, you know, I think think? I like it a little stronger than this. And you said they sent us.
2: So the folks uh, at Black Rifle, they sent us some coffee. They wanted us to try it and let us know what they thought about it. And we love it. They sent us light roast and medium roast. So when I got it, I thought, well, I know us well enough to know. Mm -hmm. We've got to get more. So I found out they have a double dark roast. Extra. dark. But my rest. question is, why wouldn't they just look at us and assume that that's what we would go with? Well, see, they probably didn't. They they probably didn't assume anything until they sent it. You know, I guess most people like their coffee a little lighter than we do. You realize <laughs> yeah. that, don't you? I mean, like, but we're, I think we're,
1: duck hunters, you get up at three o'clock in the morning. You know, we look like we do. Everything about my life says rough and rugged,
2: <laughs> and double dark. So you're right, and I think that definitely fits, this especially Dad's coffee, because it's, whew, it's, you know, it's stout. This is
0: know. good, but you you can uh, simply put all you need is, of course, dark roast, but more grounds. Just put more grounds per water. Well, if you do
1: that with any coffee, it's going to be stronger.
0: Yeah, exactly. well, I think this would be well, really something if you. But let
1: me tell coffee. you how to make coffee. More
0: grounds than you have in this. <laughs> I tell <laughs> well, that's, that's I, operator I, I tell that's, people
1: this all the time. Here's how you make coffee. You take the coffee, and this is good coffee, but you pour it all the way to the top. Yeah. And the less water you use, the stronger it'll be. But you always pour the coffee
2: to the top.
0: Yeah. And it's good for their business. Let me tell you about,
2: let me tell you this, Dad. You don't know this. What's even more special about Black Rifle Coffee Company, which makes me support them even more than I normally would? These are all veterans, all these guys. Have served our country. They make Most it? of them have been overseas. Oh, oh yeah, small batch coffee. That's why it's so really good and rich, well, okay. you know, because they're. It's not like you're just churning it out like you know the other big. Well, coffee. I'm in on this then.
0: That's a win-win because I probably would be drinking bad coffee if it went to that cause. That's exactly but right. It's good coffee, and it's good coffee. Right. I'm like kudos to the veterans here.
2: So here's what they got. Uh and my son-in-law Jay by the way, he's been drinking it for quite a while. So I'm I'm glad and excited we're telling you guys on the podcast about it. You're going to join the Black Rifle Coffee Club. And so then you're going to tell them what blend you like. We we've let know let them know now. We we want the double dark. Is that a, Do they have a triple dark? Double is all I saw, but you know after okay. after us they may find a triple well, dark. Well the
0: Black Rifle crew wouldn't be offended if I tell them The hashtag for all of this is, with the coffee, may your aim always be true.
1: Exactly. But that's not the hashtag.
2: Yeah, that's not the hashtag. We're going to get to that. So you're going to basically go to blackriflecoffee.com slash fill, and that's how you're going to be able to join up, blackriflecoffee.com slash fill. So when you enter fill as your discount code, you're going to receive 20% off.
1: P-H-I-L, not Yeah, not F. That's right. That's right. You fill it to the brim. That's right. But you type feel
2: or not feel F E E L F E E L feel. This is feel. Make you
1: feel better if you fill the coffee
2: up after you typed in feel. By the way, the guys at Black Rival, These are kind of guys you read about that say, "How do you feel F E E L about shooting a terrorist?" You know what they say? A slight recoil. That, that is, That's the that kind, is kind of correct. guys I like to get my yeah. coffee from. Okay. I
0: like anybody on the earth that hits what they shoot at.
2: That's exactly right. Well, these guys did, and they've hit it on the coffee. slash feel. Save your 20%, support some veterans, and enjoy
0: the coffee. Almost makes you want to join up. Let's join.
1: But it's our job. It's what, actually what we have in spiritual Je- warfare. What we have in Jesus is what brings people together. Well, it's, it's, you're not going to do it politically. I'm going to go with the side that supports more godly values and, and what I think common sense issues
2: like you know I the
1: am. right to bear arms and that kind of. So stuff.
2: So I'm going to piggyback on that, Jason because that's interesting. You bring that up. The other on our interview on Fox and Friends earlier this week, the second thing they asked us about, which was really interesting, they asked us about this because you imagine Sy si asking Sai about this. Was about Kanye West and what we thought about his new album, which is called Jesus Is Uh, King. I'm not familiar with these people. Oh yeah, see, Jesus is that. So Kanye West, tell me about him. All right, he's a rapper. Well, Uh, no wonder I hadn't heard of him. He's a rapper. He's (laughs) very famous. He's uh, and that you know he's on the car. He's married to one of the Kardashians. You know, so he's been on that show. I'm vaguely familiar. So here's where here's Kanye West came. Other than his rapper married to a Kardashian part of his persona and a huge following. He, the last year has been in the news a lot because he is a Trump supporter. Oh really? Oh yeah. And he went to the white house. He's got a MAGA hat and all the people are blowing their minds. He's crazy. Well, how could he be following Trump? Well, that's what we kind of knew about him. What What's happened is apparently over the last few months or less than a year is he has converted to Christianity. Yep. I mean, seriously converted. So, yep. So out of that, I've seen a couple of interviews. Amazing, and of course, they're making hay over the political part of it. He's, you know, now he's pro life. He's talking about abortion and all that, so that's getting a lot of play. But he's come out with a new Christian album, a Christian rap album called "Jesus Is King," and the first time oh, he really? performed, I like the title, was impromptu in Baton Rouge last week. He went to Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. The guys at Bethany that you and I spoke for, remember them? They baptized all those people. They hosted him. Well, thousands of people showed up. So he does some of his new stuff off his new album and at the end they do an altar call, a thousand people make commitments to follow Christ. By the way, since since
0: you brought that up, Al, it is interesting that during this cycle, along with the conversion of him, you know, the guy the other day that was said he had been a left winger all his life, we came up here and I baptized him, you know, we talked with him. Great guy. Yeah. But he he repented and turned to God. He took we turned him to Jesus. He yeah. said, I heard you give a speech down there. So you can't win them if you hate them. Well, right. And here's well, it's the- ridiculous. I, that, that's the difference in the I politics. I don't hate the opposing political no. party. That's it- why,
1: when I was sitting in the crowd, I'm like, yes, I'm going to vote you know, for Mr. Trump. Yep. And yes, you know, I know. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, what we're doing in Jesus and sharing Jesus is way bigger than this. 'Cause we have the ability through the Holy Spirit of God to change the heart. If you just try to out argue somebody or convince them, it, it's not gonna happen in the political, it's just not gonna happen. You may convince a couple here and there, but you know, you can actually change the heart of a person. But think about and that's that's what happened there. Oh, and think
2: about how many people now Kanye West, and again, we don't know him, but just what I'm seeing and reading, I'm excited about it. But how many people will he reach People that you and I couldn't reach, they're not me watching oh, the God. Unashamed podcast, whether, but they might go to yeah. his concert. Hey, whether
0: it's the president or anyone else in politics, I was there, and if someone said, so how, how, what would you say about Donald Trump? I, I said, I would say he's caustically hes caustically brilliant. He's a little caustic in his approach. More than a little bit, but, yeah. But, but never disgusted. underestimate, I would say a lot, but okay. never underestimate the brain power of oh, that man. He's brilliant, and he's anybody intense. to pull well, off what he's pulled off up to now. You know, that's it's funny that he's a part. lot
1: more intense in person than I realized. Yeah. you know, when he's giving the speech, you, you know, you watch it on TV, there's something missing there. When you're in the crowd, the intensity level seemed so much greater. It of to you? A One of the, greatest, life, yeah. right? One of the yeah. greatest
0: things I saw, we went back in the back and took pictures with him, your mama, Miss Kay, and myself. And we went back in the back, you know, and Willie, I think, was there. So we go up to have a picture taken with the president, and he looked at Miss Kay, y'all's mother, and he said, Miss Kay, you are a beautiful woman. And Miss Kay said... And I can cook, too. (laughs) And the president, I will have to say, he laughed out loud. She said, I can cook, too. Which is classic, mom. Spoken like a little redneck girl, but so she but, didn't even she didn't appreciate. She was like, "Oh, of course I'm good looking, but not, I can cook too. Yeah, I can also cook." That's and classic, mom. Then, and the president of these United States, he burst out in laughter. I bet he laughed. Did.
2: Well, to show you that you were talking about the Secret Service, to show you that show you how you don't play around with those guys. So oh. I'm, in, I'm in Florida. Yeah, I don't get, get crossways with. Well, I get a text from Bullock. You know, down at JPS, he said, "What's the code on your truck?" And I was like, so I I said, what what do you need that for? And he was like, the Secret Service says if your truck is not moved from the JPS (laughs) parking lot, which is in front of the airport, because I just lock up and leave it when I go on a trip. yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's no leftover vehicles when the Secret Service rolls in. So they got whoever owns that truck's got one hour or it's towed.
1: And they shut
2: the interstate
1: down, which I was shocked. You know, I I thought they would just have a police escort. Oh, no. Every entrance, right? Yeah, every entrance to the interstate. Shut down, cause I I told Miss, I said I bet they they probably closed the interstate. She's like, no. I said I'm not going to interstate. But when we every time we went by the place where you get on, there was a cop car there. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. Somebody said you carrying a
0: weapon with you on this one? I said, no, uh, no <laughs> yeah. because I look around out here. I said I don't need one. <laughs> that's right. Oh, there was a woman. There that was a woman
1: Secret Service in our section, and she had like tattoos on both arms, but she. I mean, not that I really noticed that. She just looked like a scary woman. Yeah, you noticed. And uh, <laughs> you I about. said something to her just, you know, because I just talked to people when we're moving through, and she just had no response. She was just looking right through me like, you're not, I'm not even distracted by you. <laughs> and Missy's like, please don't talk to her. She's doing her job or something. And I was like. She is not impressed at this moment. But, I mean, there was no smile. There was no, no, no grin. Reaction. She just looked like Strictly she could business. just and rip it, my heart out and eat it. And no matter you
2: know? that you were the Robertsons and you were she part didn't of it, care if you had you were, done buddy. anything, if you had have yeah. done anything, made a move, she would have taken you down in about two Great. seconds.
1: Because most of them were men, but I noticed her, and yeah. she just she just ripped. Oh, yeah. You know, those people all. don't
2: play. You don't play around. You the know, part
1: service. of me kind of wanted just to see a little altercation,
0: just to see what <laughs> would happen.
1: You know, nothing major, but I just wanted to see some moves. Yeah, that's know.
0: the first political rally. Well, let's see. I did one with. That's Cruz. the first one I ever did. That's yep. the
1: first time I'd ever gone to any political the first political
0: presidential rally I've been to, but. Uh, a, well, look, I like, thought it was
1: interesting, but it inspired me more to proclaim Jesus when I'm at these things and to challenge people's intensity. Because look, in the in the grand scheme of things, who cares who's president if you don't make it off the planet? So, well, everybody,
0: so everybody will understand. Uh, we use that as an opportunity to to infuse a little good into our culture and to say, "Come on now, let's." Let's let's go back to our founding fathers, our roots, uh, our God, our country. Let's respect the king, respect the president, whoever he is, and let's just do what's right. You have
2: to admit it's pretty surreal for us sitting here. We're we're sitting on the hill where we grew up down this hill here, commercial fishing, building duck calls. Would you have ever imagined, Chase, would you have ever imagined a day when the president of the United States of America would introduce you onto a stage, I never thought it happened, I, it yeah. never <laughs> crossed my
0: mind. That, that was would be surreal. That, I mean, surreal. That was surreal. Let's I, face it, so,
2: thought, somebody that used to work here at our church years ago, the youth minister McCord's wife, Mindy, she's, she put that on Facebook. She said, I never, in my entire wildest dreams of all imagination, could have never imagined the president of the United States introducing Willie and Phil Robertson at an event. Hey. He introduced you.
1: You know what was funny <laughs> about that, Al? Look, is when he said, "Cause you know how he is. He's he's like Phil. He says whatever he's thinking." Exactly. And so when he said, "Hey, y'all come up there," well, he, they didn't move just immediately. So he had to fill that time. Anybody yeah. that spoke spoken, yeah, you know what that's like. You don't. So now he's trying to think of adjectives of Phil and Willie. And I could see the wheels turning in his mind because I thought, what is he going to say? Because... What can you say about? Look at these two guys. that look like they just come out out of a you know some kind of homeless. Shit. I wore them the Phil best clothes I
0: had. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't own a suit, so that was out. Phil, of your my w- your wardrobe yeah, was
1: below average. I'm not <laughs> no, no,
2: sure that it looked shirt like he was wearing was a burlap bag. I thought. Yeah, I looked at, I looked some, looked
0: at it and I thought before I left, I said, "Miss K, where's them green pants? They look a little spiffy. i like, where the well, green." Well, Phil pants? had
1: his duck calls on up under his shirt, so he just boom. well people didn't know that was his duck call, so it looked like he had. Like all these gross uh, on his stomach, it was, it just looked weird, and I was like, "I'm not even gonna tell." That him. was
0: earplugs and duck calls, by the way. was asking, but but Phil,
1: so look, Phil, uh, uh, President Trump says, "I mean, these guys they're – and I was thinking, "What's he gonna say?" And he went, "They're smart," <laughs> and I was thinking, "Well, they look it, you well, know," and so which was true, y'all. You know, that have degrees, and he said, and they. They and I thought, well, he's gonna try another one. He said, they hit it big. And I thought, well, he's come up with another one. And he said, Hey, anybody, y'all are still walking up. He said, Anybody that's watched their show, you know, those shows are full of. And he waited. And I thought, What in the world is he fixing to say? And he said, a lot of wisdom, <laughs> and I thought, you know, off the top of his I didn't head, catch that was pretty good. I thought, uh, off the top of his, because you head, were thinking about what you were going. Because there were some, you know, at the end of our show was those little things that Willie would say. You would pray at the end of the show, and then Willie mm-hmm. would kind of give yeah. some words of wisdom, I guess. Well, and, and I thought, my, you know, that was because he didn't plan on saying that. Well, here's
2: it, what he, and by the way, just mm-hmm. so the audience know, this is the third. It's actually the fourth conversations since 2016 that dad has had the first one, the first two, uh, Trump was not president yet. And so we met him in DC at an event and that was just to shake his hand. And, and Trump was more like, yeah, I love this guy. He stays at our hotels. Remember that was just real topical. And then the second time you actually shared the gospel with him. Mm-hmm. That was right before he got elected. And, and then the third time he called you to mm-hmm. congratulate you on your book and in that conversation, as you said this, he said, Phil, you're one of the wisest men in America. Remember when he said that? So what he talk, said about that. So <laughs> he has seen that and realized So this, the conversation you had with him at the rally was the fourth conversation.
0: That showed us that that he's not anti-God. That's exactly well, right. right. He's evolving co- like in the right direction. And like I
1: said, I know his sons, especially Donald Trump Jr., I mean, we've had many conversations. We're going back and forth on the phone while, his, you know, while the president was speaking, because mm. Trump Jr. said, "Hey, did you you talk to Dad?" I was like, "Well, I sent you know the other members of my family, but it's fine, we're all good." And he's like, "What's he talking about?" And I was like, "Well, right now, actually, he just had breaking news that he explained that this whole whistleblower was a hoax thing or whatever." Yeah. He, he was sending me all the teary, uh, the you know tear faces. <laughs> how,
2: the what yeah. do they call those things? Yeah, the, the emojis. Emojis. Yeah, so I've never and, heard that terminology. <laughs> Are you
0: yeah, familiar with the a, new emojis? Uh, you know into, what? I'm not I'm into, into emojis. <laughs> no, it's emojis. Emojis?
1: Yeah, I don't like them. Well, they're, okay. they're little symbols that you, you know who send on the
2: phone. Your, your, your right-hand man, the butler.
0: Your when butler. he sends a
2: text, yeah. it's like 20 emojis after each thing. He,
1: he he Every time he says something... I didn't know that. Look, he'll say like... Good talk yesterday and he'll have like an
2: arm Arm pumping a muscle. And a fist bump and two smiley faces and a you know it's it's embarrassing. That's a world I'm not familiar with. As his boss,
1: you need to get him to stop doing Yeah, he needs to be emoji free. Emoji free. Emoji free. I'll get
0: him at (laughs) info.
2: So anyway, all this talk and all this idea about Trump really Kind of leads us into what we're going to be talking about for the next, you know, little while on our podcast, because we're entering a, a segment sort of in the in the historical part of Israel we've been talking about, where basically Israel is about to ask for their first king. That's right, and, and uh, which is really interesting because remember we talked last time about the judges. And so the idea of the judges where these were just kind of guys that you know God would raise up or kind of raise up out of the group. We're going and, to lead us to a king. Right. And so all that's going to lead them to a king eventually. What's really interesting is this is what most people would have no idea about unless you understood and really read the Bible. So the last judge is a guy named Samuel. He's the 14th judge. But he's also sort of a bridge because he was very spiritual whenever his mother... Couldn't conceive, and so she's praying. She went to the temple and she's praying and praying because she she was barren, and I just want a son. I want a son. I want a son. And the and the guy who was the judge before Samuel, he was the judge, but he was also a priest. He sees her over there he goes, why are you drunk down here at the temple? Because he just sees her. She's just anguished. Well, he thought she was drunk, and she said, "Well, I'm not drunk. I'm praying for a son, you know." And so she leaves. Well, God he hears her, and so she gets pregnant, and her son is Samuel. And she told God when she said, if you give me a son, I will dedicate him to your service for his whole life. So when he was a little boy, she takes him down to the temple and she sees Eli there and says, he's yours. Use him however you want to, you know, to advance, you know, the kingdom, which was really powerful. And so he had a very emotional, spiritual start. So he was a really good man. And so Samuel is the last judge, and so he's doing just what he thinks God wants him to do. I'm going to be the judge, then my sons will be the next judge. But his sons weren't as good as he was. So here's what happens in 1 Samuel 8, 6. I'll read you this, and this sets us up, and then we'll talk a little bit about King. 1 Samuel 8, verse 6, because his sons, who he had appointed judges, were not quality character. So the people were like, we don't want to follow these guys. They're not like their dad. Mm. You know, He had sons that didn't turn out too well. They said, give us a king to lead us. So they thought we want a King because they looked at all the people around and they said, they got Kings. The Bible says this displeased Samuel because he thought we're breaking up the system. We had a judge system here all these years. So he prays to God and the Lord tells Samuel, listen to what the people are saying to you for it is not you. They have rejected because Samuel felt rejected. You know, he thought this was, supposed mm-hmm. to, but they have rejected me as their king see god always had in mind that he's the king yep. So whoever's yeah. ruling in the deal that's not him so they refused to listen he said they want to be like all the other nations with a king to lead us and, to, and lead us into battle so that started the idea samuel winds up anointing. he does it because god told him to that he anointed the first king he was a man named saul who was tall and good looking and a Classic politician-looking guy, head and, above. head and shoulders above. with all these
1: instances through judges and Joshua and all the things we read, all these wars and you know we talk about it being rated R. And I mean, if you put your faith and trust in God, you won. Right. If you didn't, you lost. Yeah. And basically, he was leading that. All that was done just for that one principle. And then when you get to the king, the reason he you you do win ultimately is he controls the matter. He can't be destroyed. He has your best interests at heart. I mean, all these qualities that that would make a king a king.
0: By the way, uh, comes out. I have a book coming out, Jesus Politics. Yep. And really? It, is oh, this yeah. breaking news? This is breaking news? Because I haven't heard. I've it. already I mentioned it one time before. Jesus Politics, and it basically. You get Tell a, them the
2: tagline uh, underneath that, A Kingdom Manifesto.
0: A Kingdom Manifesto, which comes out of, Karl Marx said he's he's for communism, no God, atheist, and he produced a manifesto. Well, in this book, I introduce Jesus, who goes all the way back to here. Yeah. But he's the real king because he's God That's right. in flesh. Right. So we discuss the role that the king... Kingdom of God plays in politics, how we live our life. Right. No matter what, whether you're under a monarchy, a dictatorship, or right. whatever, it needs to be there to show them who the real king is. So it's a and what well, we're excited about the new it's book.
2: It'll be an exciting book. It's going to release next summer, about the time of the conventions. You know, so you right. imagine we're going to have our Trump, and then we're going to have our Democratic, you know, rival. And you're going to be looking at those conventions, and here's what we're putting forward for the future of America. And then Dad is going to interject in his new book, you know what, if the kingdom of God were running the show, here's what it would look like. And what
0: they saw the other night was the beginning. Right. You say that's the kingdom of God, the real king, working within a man-made empire. Exactly. Supposedly based on Judeo-Christian values, we're trying to bring that to the forefront again to get people back to that.
2: That's right. So today on our podcast, we're basically introducing this thought about kingdom and about the king. By the way, is,
0: Al, you're not going to make America a great again unless you start with Jesus, the King. That's right.
1: That's what I was referring to earlier. We we have the, you have the ability to change the heart in Jesus, who is the King of Kings. Right. You know, far and above every ruler, power, authority. You know, and, and at it it when he does come back, every knee will bow anyway. That's oh, right. At some point, you you will bow before the king, either yeah. voluntarily. Now, what in the
0: world or, is this bunch wanting to do? And we're like, uh, that's why I said in a sentence, uh, if you're pro-God right. and you're pro-America, well, you have the kingdom of God there. Yeah, and this is this I think is everybody's
1: a, waiting on the kingdom. I mean, I know this is going to be— I hate to use controversial, but a lot of people may not have heard, you know, I think what we believe I th- about the kingdom.
2: Yeah, I, I think you guys are going to love the next few podcasts because we're really going to go in, dive into biblically the concept of kingdom. And a lot of people have a different view of that, even, including inside the church and the religious oh, establishment. That's
1: fine. We'll just introduce it, you know, from from our perspective. Right. And so
0: that's I've where we tried to go- clear those issues up in this book. So that's where we're going to go. We're going to be talking
2: about that. We'll, we want to stress as much on Israel's kings as much as the kingdom of God because that's introduced here. Because that was and a shadow.
1: I mean, like we're going to get to these prophecies where there was a prediction. I mean, like Daniel just popped in my mind, you know, chapter 2 and chapter mm, 7, sure. where there was a prophecy that there was a kingdom that was going to come to this earth. That Even would here, never be destroyed and it itself would dis-
0: destroy crush all earthly kingdoms well which which adds to the point the whole time Jesus is famous for saying the Old Testament from Genesis to Malachi is the introduction of Jesus Jesus that's is right. coming that's, that's right. right. what he said King what is Jesus coming. said is the king is coming that's right. to establish his kingdom and it'll be uh under the auspices of the the two most important things about this one is, love him, and love each other. Right. That will work. And if you look at it logically, you say there's no downside to that. Whatever politics you're into, start there, Well and everything will fall in place.
1: Well, that's why our our king it makes us more dangerous, more uh, more courageous than any political party because our king is indestructible. That's right. I mean, he and can't you be can't, destroyed. You, you can't There's,
0: stamp the kingdom out because our king is seated at the right hand of God in heaven. You're yeah. not getting to him there. <laughs> you got to him once and he died for your sins, but you won't touch him now. So, so that's so what how the do whole book of it.
1: Revelation is about. That's you know, correct. They're, they're, the kingdom cannot be destroyed, even if even if you kill him. That's right. They'll so be can back. You
2: tell, can you tell we're excited about that? Have we properly teased you? Uh, To be able to tune in to Unashamed and listen uh, to more about the King and the Kingdom. To quote our new friend, Kanye West Jesus is king hey and we'll talk more about that next time on Unashamed. even
0: coming from the lips of our ex whatever rapper he's
2: still a rapper he's just he's he, hey he's,
0: well he's, he's rapping he's the, now, the right
2: thing now
1: <laughs> phil has rapping as in it's a, the of the sinful nature <laughs> it's an ex you know
0: there are some Christian rappers. yeah that's yeah, right that's you can i don't hear it it's much okay. but from time to time somebody got it on when they drive by and i'm like what did they say <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, kudos to Kanye. Kudos Welcome, to Kanye. brother, into the kingdom of God.
2: <laughs> we are so glad you're watching and listening to the Unashamed podcast. Be sure to like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube and iTunes. That's going to keep you up to date with all the new episodes, and it's also going to let other people find out about our podcast. So keep spreading the word and watching and listening to Unashamed with Phil Robertson you <smart noise>